Can we talk about that for a second? Can we talk about guys who are about 22, 23, 24 still posting their high school highlights? You see a lot of those. I only have like three, four left. Most of them gave up. <laughs> no, because there's one I follow particularly because um, he is still playing football, even though he's been graduated for – when did we graduate high school? 2014? 2014. He was 2013. So he's been graduated out of, out of high school for the past seven years, and he still is playing contact football in a league where he's not getting paid. Um, it's, it's just for fun. They have – full uniforms that I'm pretty sure he has to pay for. Uh, so is getting CTE at the cost of his own dime? That's correct, yes. What's what's harder to what's harder to deal with? The dude that graduated high school as a football star, uh, started on his D2 team and had some has, has a decent little high right reel and then he went to Europe and played or the girl that stayed with that dude thinking that he was going to go pro eventually. And she will not let you like she she will not take no for an answer like yeah so your man's like not gonna be in the NFL like you know that like no he's he's really good like in Germany like he he's the starting free safety like he's he he, he has Joe, a chance hey Joe 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 she's 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 out here still <laughs> just because his game might I, be over don't mean hers ain't just saying. <laughs> I've just met some very loyal girls to like to these football players that are just not they're not going anywhere. They're loyal today. Hey, I was really nice also, at baseball. I I had to accept the reality that like you know. <laughs> I also think that you're missing the point here. As of uh, some sometimes I feel like self actualization is very important. Sometimes I think it's important to know like when you're good or something, when you're bad at something. Uh, when more than one person is telling you the same thing, that you, that thing is usually said to be true. Um, if a lot of people are telling you you should have a fallback, if a lot of people are telling you that, uh, you know, focus on your career, uh, enterprise rent-a-car is not a bad job, like there's certain, like, you know, stuff like that where you should really pay attention to those no, little I'll do you uh, something better. When you're 18 and no one was telling that you were nice and you should come play at this nice-looking D1 school with all this, like, knickknacks and patty wax and whatnot, like, that was your that was your sign. <laughs> <laughs> that was your sign. That was God yeah. said, like, hey, maybe you should figure out how to add up 2 plus 2 so you can be an accountant, you know? Like, yeah. It's a tough can, pill to swallow when you're 18 and people are still telling you you can be whatever you want to be. That's true when you're 15. <laughs> By the time you graduate high school, you got to have that shit narrowed down to like at least eight things, and most of which should not be professional athlete anymore. You can keep going no, to the right. Even, really, not even 15. At 15, you at least know if you're going to go D1. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true. Yeah, That's if you're a true. kid listening to this and you're 15, yeah, no, I mean you have a good chance shot of knowing if you're going to go D1 or not. By 16, you know for sure. Um, 14, just keep uh, working. By on. Th- it- I was going to say, at the age of 13 or 14, you get an inkling of it. 15, 16, you start to get the idea of it because literally you got nothing but college scouts giving those dumbass letters in the mail. And then by the time you're 17, 18, it's like when you're supposed to actually like be like, oh, I can actually make a career out of this possibly. That's like the, the goal. Um, we Can we – all right, let me introduce the podcast. 
Hold up. She keep calling me babe. I said that's not my name. Million dollars, million followers, ho. That's not the same. And I just washed off the chicken, baby. That's not cocaine. Shit so high, you got two hundred, you can get like four things. Yeah, the G gorilla pimp, stay with banana. I fuck with Sean Dunn, he run the D like Barry Sender. Trophies, mantles, bill ups, how shit get handled. I pray my life go over easy and I never scramble. She sent the text like, can we talk, bitch? I'm not Tevin Campbell. I walk and I'm decking and making the entrance and know where the exit is. We kick them hoes out, ain't no room service, we ain't bringing no breakfast. Got an oval office in my house, bitch. Some of y'all feel like a president. Um, so this is the, this is a no relation podcast. This is episode 78. Uh, this is Alex. I'm saying hi. This is Joe. Salutations. Then this is Evan. Can we talk about the sadistic nature of every first grade teacher that talks about, uh, or tells their students to put their dreams and everything on like a piece of paper of what they want to be in the future just for you to go back and look back on it and see that you never even once came close to that goal. Who the <laughs> fuck ever is going to be the fucking president? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that's something that America kind of fucks up because I remember talking to a German friend and they were saying like, by the time you're 13, when you're entering high school, that decision is made for you. <laughs> it's like you either go to yeah. the technical thing where you're going to be a doctor or an engineer or something, or you go to trade school or like hairdresser school. Because by 13, it's pretty much figured out. You could turn it around, but yeah. like probably not <laughs> if we're being honest with each other. <laughs> and I think, I think the U.S. should adopt that because by 13, <laughs> like if someone just told me like, hey, man, you're not. No, no, come on. <laughs> no, 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 that doctor thing you're thinking, like, no, stop, stop, come, come here. We can lay bricks. And Are you going with your hands? Yep, come on. <laughs> <laughs> can you hold a, can you hold a, uh, a fucking wrench? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, can you fucking, uh, sit under a car for a few hours like you'll make decent money there's nothing wrong you'll with make, it. not just decent um, you'll make good money you make good money working with your hands but that's like a reality yeah, people you, don't want to accept can you weld motherfucker like i mean like <laughs> it's like shit like that like uh i feel like germany it, that's a good idea because like America has this whole like freedom of speech like freedom of expression like ideal which is cute but uh, I mean, how many 13-year-olds did you know that said that they wanted to be a dentist or some shit like that? And I think just... I said that when I was, like, in the first grade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you want to kind of, I, I mean, in first grade, like you can still kind of be like, oh, like, you know, that's cute. Uh, but all the first grade teachers have to know, like, none of these kids are ever going to do half the shit that they think they're going to do. And you're just setting us up for – yeah, because think about it. Like, it sounds harsh, but, like, would you rather know the basic life track you're going to have when you're 13 and set, like, reachable goals? Or would you rather figure that shit out when you're 28, 80 grand in debt because of college and just, like, yeah. six firings in? And you still have this I, hope and this dream, like, but I, I really want to be a, an astronaut. Like, no, nigga, it's too late. <laughs> you were, it was too late I, when you were thirteen. You're twenty seven now. It's still too late. Just, just accept the fact that, like, you gotta, you gotta make manage your manage your uh, goals a little bit more realistically. I really think there's no issue with a first grade teacher telling a first grade student that said they want to be an astronaut that it's okay to work in customer care. <laughs> 
and I think we should normalize that. I think we should normalize that. <laughs> Have you guys... What do you think a first grade teacher would do if they get like the little piece of paper and says like I want to be a sales rep for Geico? Be like, you know what? We're we're gonna support the shit out of you. <laughs> we can and believe we can it or make not, that dream come true here at this public school. Believe it or not, we have the resources for that one. <laughs> that dream we can do. And believe it or not, you're already about more than half the way there. Like you are. <laughs> You pass that math test on Friday, buddy. The world's yours at that point. It's so funny because it's like this generation is kind of characterized by like everybody saying we don't work hard. But I think it kind of contributed like something that contributed to that is that we were we were probably supported a little bit too much as kids where it's like you can be anything you want. And we got that all the way until we graduated high school. Um, I think at some point, some people need to come in and just be like, you can do a, a, a can do whole almost. bunch of things. <laughs> almost <Yeah>. everything. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Not, Not anything. Even. Yeah. But like a bunch, there's a lot you can do. Yeah. I mean, by your senior year of yeah, high school, you're going to know what you're going to be doing. <laughs> when you get to high school and you still have those pipe dreams of like, you know, I don't know, being president and shit, it's cute, but come on. Like, I mean... No, no, the if cute dream that you have in high school is like, oh, I'm going to go to the University of North Carolina, like, like off of grade. That was adorable. That was adorable. And I thought that I could go to at least Ohio State or some shit. That was also adorable. <laughs> it was adorable. I was community I'm... college was lurking. Community college was lurking right around the goddamn corner. Like, <laughs> like this is it. This is the best you can do. Like... <laughs> It was adorable for me to, like, apply to the school I graduated from. <laughs> I think I think also what's funny is, like, what Joe said. Like, I, I like Joe, was it like this at your – because you went to public school. Yeah. Um, so, like, we would have, like, uh, like different, like, colleges and shit show up. And uh, a trade school would come. And we would always kind of make fun of it. Like, like we always make fun of the trade school coming. It was like, oh, you know, we're too good for that and shit like that. But uh, looking back on it, I really wish I would have took a couple of the letters that they were handing out. Bro, <laughs> if you learned how to be an apprentice plumber when you were 18, <laughs> you would be flexing on everybody right now. <laughs> it's not even close. It's not even funny. <laughs> make a hundred an hour. Not doing shit, damn it. Like, all you have to learn is, like, PVC pipes and shit. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously, though, if you learned how to be a welder when you were 18, you would be driving a BMW right now and telling everybody to suck your dick. It, would, it wouldn't even be, <laughs> wouldn't it be, have no debt to your name, and you'd be flying to Mexico every other week because you like it there. Like, <laughs> I mean, only trade-off is you're going to No, somebody like- told you to follow your dream like an asshole. <laughs> Only trade off is, I mean, you're going to smell like shit for the rest of your life permanently, and your your hands are going to be black permanently, too. Yeah, you're going to smell like shit, but you're going to Dubai just for shits and giggles because you don't have to work for another three months because you're on rotation. No, seriously, tell me, what is the point of getting the job of your dreams? Is it to be happy? Because I. I, Uh, Self. It's self-fulfillment. It's self-fulfillment. That's the thing. If you set the bar at, I want to be a welder, and then you fulfill that, then fuck me. You, you're you good. 
<laughs> you can pay for your family and take care of yourself. But yeah, that's you know the thing. A welder if you makes... set the bar an astronaut and you end up as, I don't know, like a fucking sales associate, like, you, you're crushed by part, that, but you don't have to be. The craziest part, Evan, like what you said, like a welder makes a fuck ton of money, you know why? There's all these dumbass little kids that are trying to be engineers and not welders. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> if someone like Joe, no, no, if someone told me, if <laughs> like, someone told me what I was, it's exactly set, what Joe did. If, if someone told me, Joe should have been a welder, but he's an engineer. If someone told like me when I was 16 idiot. years old how much a welder makes, I would be like, why? Did, why am I? Why do I want to even go to college? <laughs> That's the cruel irony of my job is that I have an engineering degree. I'm tens of thousands of dollars in debt. And I get to, like, literally, like, look at, like, part of my job is to budget the hours of people that are my age working as electricians that make more money than me. <laughs> I just have to sit there and look at that shit every day. That's fantastic. But you had that degree, so you're qualified to do that. Sure, exactly. Evan and I could trade jobs Incredible. today, and he would do fine in my job. Joe, That's actually, I had a... <laughs> Don't had, let these people convince you that tough jobs are actually all that fucking hard. Getting an engineering degree is not that hard. Working as an engineer is not that hard. It's it, they, Excel exists for everybody. It's not It's not that difficult I anymore. Think, I think my favorite thing is asking you, like, who took, like, those, like, high-level physics class, uh, like, business... Like friends that are in like business co- that went to business colleges and stuff that are, are making a lot of money in finance. I love asking you guys the question of uh, um, what prepared you guys the most for for the job you guys have now. And um, I shit you not, every single one of you guys have said like some dumb shit like uh, Cold Stone Creamery or like um, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Joe. Where have you worked at? What pay then? That that made more sense doing that rather than going to college. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. So working as a cashier in, in a museum gift shop um, was really applicable experience for my current job as a project engineer. Uh, I yeah. would also like to say uh, working as like a a hand where like um, we would drive around to kids' parties and put together the inflatables. Like that prepared me for construction a lot more than any, any college class ever did. <laughs> Because I got really nice with a sledgehammer that summer, and that's a that's an applicable mm-hmm. skill now. Joe, I yeah. again, I graduated with a degree in communication, graduated with a degree in civil engineering. My first job out of college was in construction. Yep, that's yeah. correct. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a sham. Yeah. Um, let's see here. You guys want to talk about something else here? <laughs> yeah. Follow your dreams, but also be realistic, ladies and gentlemen. I think the goal is not to follow your dreams. I think that's the that's the. I think the real goal is just get a job and then see how much you really like your dream and see if you're going to do it like after work. Yeah, I think that's another thing too. I think you're right. Go ahead and keep grinding toward it, but like have you know have have income first. And also, if someone says they make more money than you and it doesn't sound right, and then they tell you that they're what job there is, maybe just look into it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Everybody tells you, like, if you have your dream job, you never work a day in your life. You're going to work a lot in your life. <laughs> How about just get a job that compensates you well for that work, and then you'll figure out the happiness mm-hmm. aspect of it afterwards? Because that's what everybody's doing so- anyway. So what if you're not able to, like, you know, type or, uh, you know, uh, sit up straight when you're 65 years old. You know, it doesn't matter. 
Hey, that's like the only fallback I think with trades. Hey, who who is it that said that um, uh, money doesn't buy happiness? A liar. Yeah, someone who is incorrect about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's depressed as shit. I when think I was it's broke. someone that didn't get bitches. I think it's someone that didn't get bitches. I think he just tried to tell him that. He told himself that, like, so he could feel better. I don't. Like, he, I, um, that's the most bullshit capitalist bullshit thing we spread around in the in the whole where money doesn't buy happiness. N- nigga, give me your. Let's trade. <laughs> like, if I you're never, unhappy, let's trade. Let's trade today. You can get you can get rid of money, and I'm good at it. Do you think it's Karl Marx that said that? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, Karl Marx had hoes, so I don't know about that. Fucking Henry Ford said money can't buy happiness. Now take this quarter and stop bitching about the fact that the machine cut your hand off. <laughs> money doesn't buy happiness, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Um I really want to talk about guilty pleasure music. Get it started. Um, what what inspired so, you to write this so i i i think i don't know if anybody else is like us where there are certain artists that we consider to be guilty pleasure artists where we're kind of ashamed that we like them as much as we do does that make sense yeah so i e i i am ashamed to admit how much i enjoy post malone's music Yeah. When Post Malone is on a track, I I, I kind of have to listen to it because I enjoy him on on any sort of like you know song that I'm listening to. It's very good. I, I I try not to go way out of my way for his music, but I do enjoy listening to him. Um, I I'm gonna I'm gonna add Jack Harlow to the same list. Oh no, oh no. I think I'm gonna <laughs> add Jack Harlow to the same list. Jack Harlow is pretty okay in my book. <clears throat> you got opinions on that, Evan? Has he made another song besides that the one song? He just made one called Tyler Hero, which I don't. I hate it. It's an awful <laughs> song. It's so it's it's so, it's damn so good. appropriate. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's, it's so fucking good. <laughs> Uh, I, I, like I, I'm never gonna take a hater's position on that. You like what you like. Um, and he got on a Sweetie's uh, tap in remix. It was pretty good too. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> why are you listening to this? <laughs> oh shit! I got I got a I got Sirius XM free for the next like sixty days, so I've been listening <laughs> to it a lot. <laughs> And Jack Harlow's the one getting spins on Sirius. <laughs> they know their audience, at least. If you want to get Alex to they do something, wait, somehow. If you want to get Alex to do something, just do, give it to him for free, because he'll do it. <laughs> Clothing, radio, apparently, um, food. <laughs> I, I love free shit. I don't, I don't, <laughs> Yeah, but Jack Harlow's not bad. That What's Poppin' song is really cute. I really like it. Um, <laughs> I still remember the first time I heard What's Poppin'. 
Because I knew exactly what was happening as it was happening. I heard the beat come on. I was like, oh, this shit is hard. And then I heard the rapper. I was like, this nigga's white, and I bet he's goofy, and I like this song, and I'm already mad about it. <laughs> but turn this shit off. Yeah. <laughs> but also, can you run it back because I'm in somebody else's car, and I'm not going to I'm not gonna download this, but I'd like to hear it again. <laughs> I downloaded that one and the remix. I had to delete it, though, because Tory Lanez was on the remix, unfortunately. R.I.P. Tory Lanez. <laughs> He made a, he's trying to make a comeback. Yeah, but is you know, he? he's dead. Is now. he? He's dead. I'm glad to see Six Nines uh, fading away. So I think Tory's the next one where like he'll get attention for a little bit. Ghost- and then- Six Nine has ghosted the goddamn earth. I haven't heard from that nigga in a while. It's just actually. funny to me how we canceled like the cancellation of Tory Lanez. Like he's actually made a comeback and it's just like it. I mean, he, he could have to me. It's still technically Wait. canceled. I never okay. had his shit in the first place. Yeah, that's true. So, let's get back. So, so, do you guys have any guilty pleasure artists that you guys would consider as well? I, I said Post Malone, uh, Jack Harlow, um, G Easy. Uh, no, 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 wait, wait, no, 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 wait, no, 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 no. I'm gonna give him that. I'm gonna give him no. that because G Easy has one song. He'll have one song pretty much every year where it's just like, okay, this is actually kind of hard. <laughs> The Everything fuck else. out of here, no. <laughs> nigga! That's ASAP Rocky's hey. song. That's not his song. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. And by, it's coincidental that they're all white. It's not. I didn't mean for them to be all white. It's just coincidentally they're all white. Because all right, Ty Dollar Sign used to be in the same bracket. He's not anymore. He's graduated. Why is no, he, he, guilty he was not. He was never Free guilty. TC he was used to be guilty. Fuck. Before Free TC, when he was like making paranoid and stuff. No, no, yes. No. <laughs> yes. I don't think there was ever a period oh, yes. where I wasn't proud of liking him. Yes, there was because we've had this conversation four years ago. We had this conversation. No, I four years ago, me and Joe were talking about how Mac Miller is a guilty pleasure of ours. Mac Miller was never a guilty pleasure for me. He was for me, but then just like a, pretty much like right after I said that, he was. It was just like, yeah, no, I I actually really fuck with this guy's music. See, I he was for me, but I'll tell you why. It wasn't because. It was because early in Mac Miller's career, I hated on him so fucking hard when I was in high school because Donald Trump, that song was fucking garbage, and Blue Slide Park was garbage, and to this day I stand by that. The, what made him a guilty pleasure is that he grew so much as an artist that, like, eventually I had to concede that, like, all right, this nigga's actually pretty good. But yeah, no, when he early with- in his career, Mac Miller made some awful projects and he blew up off them, and that just bothered me at the when time. When he started maturing, he started to, like, grow on me a lot more. His early stuff when he was, like, pretty much, like, like a 20-year-old rapper, like, that stuff was just, like, that, that wasn't it. And then, like, his fans actually pissed me off more than him. Exactly. It's, it's nothing like a white person who knows, like, three rappers telling you that Mac Miller's the best rapper alive. Like, we can have the conversation about his music, whatever, whatever, but you don't listen. You don't – you're not part of the culture. Like, you can't make statements like that. It's like Tyler Creator's early fans. Like, those people were, like, the worst fan. <laughs> that, that's, like, the worst fan base. And they're still around, that, and that's the thing. Like, they, he he's matured. I don't know why you guys haven't. Yeah. Okay, fine. So we won't do Ty Dollar Sign. I'm trying to think of another one that might be a guilty. Mine's. I, I'll tell uh, you mine. Tyga. How about that? Tyga. Tyga. All right, Tyga. I can agree okay. with Tyga. <laughs> I can definitely agree with Tyga. 
I want normally. I don't know why. I just don't want much to do with him. But then he always he has like two songs a year where I'm like, this is really hard, and I'm upset that I like this so much. Well, that's how I feel about Jeezy yeah. though. Like Jeezy, I don't listen to anything else. But like he'll have either a feature or he'll have his own song that comes out, and it's just that for some reason it just has a lot of replay value in my car when I'm by myself. You never throw there, that yeah, on when you had couple... Ox though. You don't want that embarrassment. Yeah, no, I want my throwing bottle up. I'm not gonna lie, G Easy did have like one album cut song that I I played a little too often. I forgot what it was. It's fascinating to me. I've never gone out of my way. Uh, I, I wouldn't even stumble on a G Easy album cut. I, I I think I know what song he's talking I'm, about. That's the sad part. Bless that gentleman on his journey, <laughs> but I, it's it's not for me. <clears throat> Joe, Joe, do you have any guilty pleasure artists that you might consider in this group with Jack Harlow, G Easy, and uh, Tyga? I'm trying to think because I have plenty of guilty pleasures that are not in the rap genre, but I'm trying to bring it back to like contribute to this conversation specifically. Give me a second. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be rap because I fucking love Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, um, you guys have embraced him a little bit because we have two of his songs on the podcast. We have uh god damn it, what is that one? Even when <laughs> even when was a yeah. good one and then I sucked another dick last night was also a good one. I uh, I told him about uh I told him uh, uh to one of my supervisors in my last job that I got fired from, so <laughs> explains a lot. Yep, that makes sense. He makes great music. Makes a lot of <laughs> All things considered would you know. guys put Little Nas X in that group of uh, guilty pleasures? I was thinking that, but he doesn't make music. <laughs> not yeah, just that, but he has to make Twitter music. user, and I think that's his lane. And he also has to make music that I like for me to from be a guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. Old Town Road was a bop, and then I liked one of the songs on his EP, but that that's about it. So, Joe, you're not feeling Jack Harlow yet? No. The thing is, I know I do. Like, I, deep down, I'm fully aware that I would like his music if I did give him a listen. I don't want to give him a listen for that reason. I think that's like a toxic okay. trait I have, but <laughs> whatever. Don't Well, don't get 90 days free of Sirius XM or it's over for you. <laughs> well, that's my problem is I don't know what people listen to. Like, I, I just like my music's my music. I don't really know what people listen to, but... um. Isn't that a damn shame, too? Like, you get the ox, and you're like, oh, I'm going to put some of these people onto some music, and they're just like, yo, skip this shit. Yeah. Like, I as, hate that. As soon as there's girls there, you just have to you just have to play whatever you think people are into, because girls are fucking ruthless. No, once, once girls get there, you have to put on a rap caviar and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I like the, you just put on featuring Ty Dolla Sign, fucking let that shit run. You guys want to talk about that album? Yeah, we can. I mean, it came out like a week ago. Yeah, we haven't been here in two weeks. Who gives a shit? Yeah, also, I'll, I'll, I'll apologize for that. We missed last week because of me. I apologize. Uh, we needed a week off anyways. Our bodies were still recovering from COVID. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, did you guys listen to the album? I've heard bits and pieces of it. I haven't actually. I got intimidated by how many songs there were, but it's actually not like the runtime's not that long. So um, I'll listen to it front to back eventually. But I've only heard like certain cuts off it. I just clicked on all the features I was I was interested in. Yeah, same. Uh, 
So yeah, Ty Dollar Sign dropped an album called Ty Dollar Sign featuring Ty Dollar Sign or whatever. Yeah, uh, because he he features a lot. I I don't know. I how do I put this? I think this just kind of solidifies Ty Dollar Sign as that like that you know. I don't. How do I? What's a good analogy for this? Um. Like, Ty Dolla Sign is, to me, what, like, Jimmy Butler is as a basketball player. Elaborate. Elaborate. Really good basketball player. I don't think he'll ever do anything huge without, like, another key player on his team. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'm surprised by your uh, intellectual capacity for analogies, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty solid comparison right there. I like really, really good basketball player. I think he's fantastic, but I just like Ty Dolla I think he's a great, great artist. But you, you see, like the caliber of artists that he needs next to him for some of his songs to hit, and I think that was just kind of apparent on this album, which is fine. I, I feel like he know, he just knows what his lane is. Yeah. Well, he and has like a weird the, lane that Kanye kind of had to build, which is yeah. I don't know. Because free TC was hard as Ty- shit, and there was barely any features on it. But um, now, like that's just as uh, like people aren't really trying to listen to just the Ty Dolla Sign song. Well, Ty Dolla Sign, I think he also understands that he is the paprika of every song. Like he he adds to whatever song it is, and it's it's, it's a lovely taste. Yeah. So I, I think that's what it is too. What do you think, Evan? Do you listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it. I thought it was good. I liked it. I listened. Uh, I'm not really listening to every single song now, but the that song with um, uh, with uh, Black and Music Soul Child that's been getting a lot of replay in my in my car going to work though. Hey, wait who who listens to Ty Dolla Sign? You think like who is Ty Dolla Sign's audience? It's uh he has a he uh, kind of has a large audience of people who listen to like a lot of mainstream and a lot of people who just listens like. Uh, that like soulful R&B type of moody music that's what I was trying to get at because like I was talking to my brother about the album and he was saying like yeah like I, I like never really realized how many people like Ty Dolla Sign but he was saying like his his co-worker who's like a white lady in her mid-40s like oh I really like that that new album by that uh, what's his name he's the it's a uh, Ty Ty, Mo- Ty Money Man something like that <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And he was like, damn, like, oh, shit, we, <laughs> Ty Dolla Sign's no longer, like, who he thought he was, you know what I mean? I mean, he's a like huge artist. Pleasure. Yeah. Something yeah, about having that pop value. I don't know. I, I think, I think it was a good album, but, like, still, like, I, I, the replay, like, uh, the replay value, it is very low. It's like, it's very top 40-ish. I wouldn't, like, really rush. If it's playing, I won't really mind it. But, like, it's just, like, one of those things I I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't really rushing to it. Uh, that, that's the best way to put it. It kind of forces you to really appreciate a album like Free TC. Where, like, that's probably the only, like, very distilled Ty Dolla Sign we'll ever get. Because now he's just too right. industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Um, you guys want to keep talking about music? Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Should I, should I give my guilty pleasure artist, or should we just move on? 
What's your guilty? Uh, yeah, I uh, gave you. What's your guilty? What's your guilty pleasure? Ours. Uh, logic. <laughs> oh, I knew wow. someone was gonna say logic. <laughs> you raggedy God bitch! Damn it! You let the nigga retire. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Stop bringing him up. Still. I ain't gonna lie, there was like two or three songs on that album that was actually not that bad. No, no. You put no, on Supermarket no, 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 and you no. found something you like. No. No, no, not Supermarket. No, <laughs> fuck no. That album's trash. But um, that last album that you just put out, there was maybe two or three songs that kind of I, I play again. He had he had one album, uh, what, Under Pressure. Under Pressure was fine. I thought that was a co- I thought that was a good album or mixtape or whatever the fuck that was. But after that, boy, did, 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 did he just start right, spiraling. Everything up See, until, like, um, uh, The Incredible True Story was good. And then after that was just, you were, you were, I, it was hard to find something, like, good after that. But Now, you want to talk about guilty pleasures, Russ. Russ is a guilty pleasure. Ooh, that's a tricky one. That's a tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a person in 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 the industry that I feel more inclined to dislike. But when you when I get caught off guard with a Russ song, sometimes I'm like, "Ooh, this shit kind of." And then I'm like, "Oh no, no!" No, what throws you off is it will be like a you feature. Should... It will just be right there. Like, who who's this guy? <laughs> you know what you should try doing is listening to an album and realizing you haven't skipped a song. <laughs> <laughs> Um, honestly, Logic is just a boneless Russ. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, Logic's a fascinating, because I actually did like The Incredible True Story and Under Pressure, but then I realized everything I like about those albums has nothing to do with Logic. He just picks good beats. Like, at least up until that point, he has, like, pick good beats. He piggybacks it. off of other people's flows. Yeah, well, that's the thing, and then I realized when I looked even more in depth into that, it's like, oh, like he's just like directly copying artists that I do like. So that's why I'm kind of like spinning some of his shit because he like it just sounds like, other like shit a, that I like he like snatched like some type of like beat pattern that wasn't all right um, that literally no other artist would ever do except for Pharrell and Kendrick, and he tried to do himself. Yeah, and that it just didn't work because he's not. Kendrick or Pharrell. Name one logic bar. Name one logic bar. A whole bar? I tried to do the I tried to do the same with Tory Lanes a while ago and I was like just kinda had to sit down for a little bit. Can't be done. It can't be done. That's what you can tell like I love Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs is my favorite rapper right now. He's not that famous. But any song you put him on, there's a bar where I'm like, fuck me, and I remember it for the future. I listen to albums by Logic. Not, not a single bar comes out of him. That's the that's cool thing about I'll, I'll say this about Drake. Drake is really good with just picking an Instagram caption. Yeah. Like, he, he does it almost every song. He goes out of his way to just throw that out it's there. Formulaic. He knows exactly what he's doing because Drake's a yeah. genius, like him or not. Well, and, no, Drake uh, does his. Yeah, the he way does he, it every time. Drake, the way uh, Drake writes his like songs, pretty much, is just it's simplified for that reason. Like he wants people to like be able to sing along at concerts, and he wants people to be able to quote his music. So that's why it's like it's actually on purpose. Yeah, that's why I was able to buy that fucking that house that's the size of a goddamn air, airport hangar. The embassy, in Toronto. Yeah, I could. 
I'll be honest. I, I think I can. I, I think I can quote Russ and Jack Harlow lyrics if I wanted to. Deadass, you can't do it with logic. though. <laughs> you can't. You can't do it with logic. I can't think of one impossible. bar. It's impossible. Jack Harlow's nice. He might. I might not even keep him in the in the guilty pleasure part anymore. If, that nigga has one more, one or two good more songs, and I'm he's full. I'm like making my phone background. <laughs> Oh shit! What does a Jack Harlow concert look like? Who's pulling up to that concert? Me, uh, Sigma Kai. Um. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, who else? Uh, um, a bunch of teenagers for sure. Um, I'll, I would definitely be the oldest person there. I'm sure. Yeah, it'd be just hella aspiring vloggers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TikTok. Just whatever TikTok is doing yeah. is just going to be there. You probably They're go to the bar there and well. just look at your IDs like, hey, wait, this is real. <laughs> what? <laughs> We've been handing out Kool Aid and just saying it's alcohol. <laughs> you want to come back here? We got beers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of glad this quarantine shit's going on right now because I don't want to go to a Jack Harlow concert. I'd be there dead set in the middle. <laughs> All, right. All right. What else you guys want? We got a lot on the topic what? list that we didn't talk about. What do you want to talk about? I'm being sporadic with it because some of it's dated. But um, do you guys want to talk about the election? Because I, I, I voted already. The only I thing I'm looking forward well. to with this election is these damn text messages stop coming to my phone. Yeah. As soon as they to. stop running the ads, that'll be dope. I this is the first election where like I'm so not in tune with it. I have no idea who's supposed to win. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. No How idea. was your ballot? Did you vote mostly Democrat? I like well in Hawaii. There's it's not even an option. They don't have Republicans here. So like, <laughs> oh, really? like it or not, like you you pretty much. But also there wasn't like much shit. There was like a lot of local shit running like. But uh, not a lot of, like, I, I wasn't voting for senators or anything. Oh, because I feel like after the president, I pretty much voted a lot Republican. <laughs> the thing is, like, the thing is your nigga works in law enforcement for two days. And, <laughs> and I, no, the thing is, just like, you're you're doing still the opposite of what you should be doing. Because, like, there's almost no point in you even voting, like, Democrat for the president at that point. Yeah, you guys vote for Kanye West? Nah, he wasn't on my ballot, but my friend from California sent me a picture, and uh, he had Kanye on his. Is, is he still your friend? He didn't vote for him. He just showed me a picture of, like, that was an option. How do y'all feel about black people kind of abandoning Democrats? I feel like that's kind of a new trend. It's not many. It's not, but, like, it's not how do y'all feel about black people? Well, that's the thing. Like, black people finally kind of taking a stand not finally whatever it's like a very vocal stand against democrats at this at this point not because republicans are better just because like nobody gives a are, fuck are about black about, people are you talking about the blacks for trump shit no not blacks for trump just blacks in general being like hey bro like everybody like makes black shit like an important part of their campaign and then forgets about it and like we lean toward democrats because they seem like they care more but in reality like they don't give a shit just like everybody else well, like, so, you start to realize well, that, like, the Democrats have just been holding on to this ideology that 
they're they're the like the most progressive group for black people when in reality i mean no one's really ever been a progressive group for black people it's just been democrats kind of hopping on that point for the past like like what like 30 40 years and republicans making like these weird promises like are only around election times and then they do the same thing as democrats where they just go back into the same like like hiding holes when it comes to these certain topics so i mean that's why some of these people are just pretty much saying like yeah no i mean no one's really on our side um and yeah that's probably why you just still did perfectly yeah i mean me personally like i mean there's a lot of things i, I mean me like the thing way i think about things like i probably would identify more as a republican probably in the next like 10 to 20 years i mean right now i'll probably vote democrat but still it's kind of like a dog uh that really likes chocolate um and he knows it's gonna kill him but he keeps licking it anyways. It's the same. <laughs> See, you had you had one good analogy earlier, and then you ran out. Obviously, <laughs> no, that was a, all right. I could say like a diabetic kid that knows he's going to kill himself if he eats birthday See, cake. That makes but I more sense. That, was sad. that does make more sense. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody gives a like. Politicians don't give a fuck about black people. It's well documented. It's not, but like. Um, you see a lot of celebrities coming out, and they're not endorsing Trump, but they're just like, yo, so Joe Biden's like the same shit. Like, this nigga does not give a fuck. Uh, his track record shows he doesn't give a fuck. But it's like, it's this weird conundrum you, you go in when you, like, vote for a president. Because, like, have y'all ever been excited about voting ever for anybody? No, but this is also, like, no. the second time I've ever voted in my life. But that's the thing. We had Hillary and Trump. Now we got Joe Biden and Trump. I would love to have, like, just anybody where I don't, like, get a little sick feeling in my stomach when I fucking send in my ballot. I felt like I had to vote this year as, like, a civic duty more than anything. Like, I damn near felt like I had to do a tour for, like, Iraq because <laughs> I had to go vote. Like, like it, it didn't feel like I, – I, I wasn't able to vote for Obama because I was, I was too young at the time. But, like, when people were voting for Obama, like, they all were excited and shit. And they were like, you know, like, that's the black president, like, I'm going to vote for and stuff like that. This time it was just kind of like – I felt like we – it felt like I had to do, like, my Saturday morning chores and in order to, like, go back outside. You know what I mean? Like, if I wanted to hang out with my friends again, I had to go, like, you know, clean up the house and shit. That's what it felt like like voting for Biden this time. But I don't know. It's like going to a potluck and all the food is bad, but you just got to like pretend like it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cuz they're cuz uh, you, you got friends that like this is my famous mac and I, cheese like it tastes like ass, bro. Yeah, like, and also yeah, like your and also your friends have been bragging about this potluck for the past year and a half. <laughs> And then they just start Some texting you for like the week, like two weeks out, just like saying, like, "Hey man, you come to Pollock, right?" Sending that same text two days in a row. Like, dude, look, I'm not like I'm. I'm a vote. <laughs> just chill out. I don't need. You don't have to text me. <laughs> well, now it's there. like I already voted. Like, can I stop? You know what I mean? It's like when you're getting ads for shit you already bought. Like, I already bought the Manscaped razor. Stop. I don't need to see ads for it anymore. You don't need to. That's been the most annoying part about this whole process is, like, uh, you've been getting blown up about voting and everything like that. Meanwhile, um, toilet paper is back on sale. Like you, they got toilet paper and Lysol back in, in stores. I still haven't and, seen a Clorox wipe since March. Oh, well, they, they named it different. It's, uh, they got, like, it's, like, limit-scented, like, uh, sterile wipes or some shit like that, which is 
by 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 it's you know mostly the same thing. Yeah. But you know it's not getting as much coverage. I miss them. I miss Clorox wipes. I'm not qualified to talk about politics. Um, <laughs> I don't think any of us are. I actually go pretty far out of my way to be uninformed about all this shit. My view on politics is like, it's kind of like we're, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, what, what, what do you want? Like, do you want ice cream or do you want like, uh, what's that shit that Evan took, ate at a, at a, a Rodizio, the flan Flamf. or whatever? <laughs> And you're lactose Plan. intolerant. Like, which one do you... <laughs> yeah, which one do you want? Like, you can pick your, your choice. Of, you want cheesecake? You want ice cream? You want the flan? Like, you want... What, what do you want? Like, either way, I'm going to blow your ass up <laughs> in the next, like, few months. That's, uh, that's like, my view of politics. Like, I mean, no yeah. one's going to... It's like winning for losing. It's like you're doubling no, down on the analogies right now. Like, come on. Like, you don't, you don't have to keep <laughs> doing this. Joe called you out once, and then ever since then, it's just been two analogies in a row. Like Alex, that was a decent analogy, though. It was it good. Is. Politics like, is like going to, to a restaurant going. that your girlfriend likes and you don't like, and you don't like anything on the menu, but you have to eat. Like that's how it is. Joe, you don't have to do it too. <laughs> <laughs> you got an analogy, Evan? We're going around the circle here. No, I'm good. <laughs> Evan, you don't get it. Like I'm really good at analogies. Like, is it because you're a comedian? Is that is that why? <laughs> Alex, we yeah, talked yeah, about I'm following just... your dreams earlier. You should go ahead and give up on that, you little <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you guys, you guys, you, you guys don't get it. I'm just like, I'm really, I'm like really good at analogies. Dude. Wait, can, like, can you have a moment of like... vulnerability with us real quick? <laughs> Has there been a moment in your comedic career where you're just like, you know what, maybe this isn't it? It means every day. <laughs> <laughs> I, at some point, I'm going to have to quit this job that's actually not too terrible, uh, leave a situation that, like, I mean, honestly, if I wanted a pretty pedestrian lifestyle, I have it set up. I, there's, <laughs> there's there's no reason for me to really, like, leave the course I'm on, but I'm going to do it. You and me both, buddy. I'm waiting on this existential crisis, and it gets a day closer every day. <laughs> every time Evan sends me pictures of houses he might live in in Australia, I get ready to blow shit up. <laughs> I got to meditate it off. I'll, I'll save the rest for after the podcast. But, yeah, do you guys see little shit where you're just like, wow, that's how people turn 65 years old, like, in the next day or two. All right, look. Does that make sense? There's a, We've had subtle jokes about certain things on this uh, before we start recording. And all I'm saying is there'll be, there might be a point in my life where, like, I'm like, why are the Johnsons fenced, like, two feet into our yard? <laughs> I just don't – you know what? Hold on. Wait. I got to stop everything I'm doing. Hey, honey, go grab that box that I have underneath the, uh, under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's the scary. See, I keep meeting or like talking to friends that are like they, you know, they didn't get a job before COVID, whatever, whatever. They're still figuring their life out, and they're so nervous. Like, oh, I have all these choices in front of me. Which is the right choice? I'm so nervous about it. I was like, I fucking missed that time in my life so much. The fact that I know exactly what I'm doing, and unless I blow my whole life up, this is what I'm going to be doing in 20 years. That's real fear. That's fear. <laughs> Honestly, that was actually exactly. the most thing. Uh, that was like the biggest thing I was afraid of getting out of college was knowing that like I might I'm about to be in a life that is actually set up. 
Yeah. I, and, and you know what's you know what's uh, worrisome for me too is I, I'm exactly like Evan. Like I, I know there's going to be at some point where I'm in my 40s. I have like two kids, a wife, and everything, and we're just watching like a rerun of The Bachelor or what. And I'm just like, hey, hon, real quick, I'm gonna run to the store. I'll be right back. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, be right back. <laughs> Seriously, I'm waiting for that day I come into work and I have a strong opinion on like, damn, like the air conditioners are set at 72, but normally it's 70. Like this is this is crazy. I'm gonna say that and I'm gonna just like start like light small fires all around the office and walk out. <laughs> like I can't, I can't do this shit anymore. I've turned into the very thing that I feared the most. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, mo- the, the moment you're looking for a screwdriver to open up the air conditioning is when... <laughs> <laughs> the ceiling exactly fan the keeps point. rattling. I gotta, gotta tighten these up. It's like... <laughs> that's when I'll know. It's like, oh, okay. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna head out for a little bit. I'll never see you guys again, by the way. <laughs> it's like, why are you kissing both the kids before you go to the store for a Gatorade? Like, don't worry about it. It's a crazy world out there. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving with the clothes on my back and a passport. <laughs> Have a wife that knows not a lick of English before a sunrise. <laughs> just one it takes one little trigger. Just like you'll just be chilling one day, and like your wife comes home and is like, "Hey, I heard you talking about your college day, so I bought you a box of natural ice." Just like. Just... <laughs> I heard you no, like those steel back. reserves, so I got you one for Thanksgiving. Like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a walk around the block real quick. Why are you bringing your keys? Shh, I love you. <laughs> me and the me and the girls were talking at book club. We think that you should join. All right. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Jesus! This is such a funny way to come full circle from the the, the don't follow your dreams beginning of this podcast. <laughs> And now we're fucking in our mid twenties talking about the existential crisis coming. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's gonna happen. But I mean, <laughs> shit. I don't. <laughs> at some point, you're gonna be just looking at a at a at a house that's two stories and just like kind of look at the the how high up it is, just <laughs> just to see if you had kind of nosedive what might happen. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, being 37 years old, and I'm on the phone with the Homeowners Association talking about how all the mailboxes should be white. <laughs> and then I hang up the phone and drive directly to the airport and <laughs> leave my life entirely. Yeah, me too. I, I, I can't wait to finally like put a complaint into TGI Fridays that the service I had was just unbearable. <laughs> My my shrimp was cold. The service by the young lady that served me was just just disgusting. <laughs> she didn't approach me as sir or anything when she came to the table. <laughs> Probably going I've already some... had one or two of those moments. I don't know how many it takes before I start before I before I uh, do something drastic, but it's know. coming. I'm... I just know that there will be a day where I'm cutting the grass and someone's going to stop and just like notice how like how lovely and. Uh, fine cut it is. I might actually know the name of the grass, and at that point in time, it's going to go and just count how many Advil pills I have. <laughs> oh man! 
That no, I, I'll take that back because that's one thing I'm looking forward to as an adult is like cutting my own grass. Like I, <laughs> I can't. That's the only thing I'm like looking forward to because I know that's going to be my only like like safekeeping is cutting my own grass. Like having like a good like five hours on a weekend to my da- like to myself. That's going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, but it gets crazy when you just look over at Phil's yard across from yours and he's like, "All right, so look, mine's is four inches high. His is four and a half uh, inches high. So <laughs> I don't know what that cocksucker is doing over there." <laughs> also, dandelions, <laughs> dandelions. <laughs> it's ju- it's July, Jim. It's- <laughs> And then you disappear for three weeks. And the first text your wife gets from you is just you saying prenup and nothing else. This is mind your business, you dirty whore. I'm out on a business retreat. I'm asking why. your phone locations in Indonesia? <laughs> Fuck, I forgot to smash my SIM card. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, this isn't working. It's not It's not me, it's you. Uh, tell the kids I love them. Well, tell one of them I love them. Tell the other one that, yeah. I'm mailing you guys a bunch tell of... Tell the other one it's his fault. Trombone? Really? <laughs> Picasso never used macaroni to make art. Tell him that. I got a bunch of used lottery tickets in the mail for you guys. Just take what you want from them. <laughs> Uh, wow. All right. All right. Topic list we killed that this was, week for sure. That was a, was a slippery wormhole we just went down. Um, uh, well, yeah, shit. Well, we're at the end now. You guys just want to do light skin of the week. Yeah. And, uh, He's a biracial angel. You should have shot A-Rod. Yeah. So light skin of the week uh, is where we like to commemorate someone throughout the week that we thought stood out to us. Not necessarily light skin. Could be anybody. Um, should I start? Because I'm the only one that wrote something so far. Yeah, you should start. Okay. Um, mine goes out to Mike Tyson. What's, uh, what's Mike guys, Tyson up to? You guys see the interview that he had with uh, one Boosie badass? I saw it. I saw it. I didn't. That was incredible. Uh, to, to kind of preface, I guess. Uh Mike Tyson was in the middle of this interview. I, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he pretty much just said, why are you... Uh, he pretty much asked him, like, I think you're homosexual. Um, because all you keep doing is just talking about homosexuals. And he goes, like... <laughs> he was like, I really, I really don't do that. Uh, uh, I was just talking once about, like, Dwayne Wade's son. You know, like, I didn't, I didn't mean to really, you know, like, make fun of it and stuff like that. He's like... I'm just saying, why don't you stop? He's like, I don't know. He's like, well, I think it's because you're a dumbass, pretty much. Like, he pretty much put him in his place. Damn. And Boosie is just sitting there, just, like, kind of, like, like, like startled. Like, he didn't know what to do. Because it's not like he can really talk shit to Mike Tyson. Nope. Like, that boy's in fight shape, too. <laughs> right. This isn't and, chunky and Mike you, Tyson. This is fight shape Mike Tyson. And if you watch the full interview, like, it's like Mike Tyson is, like, in in this mode where like you don't really want to fuck with him 
like the whole interview is him pretty much just talking about like because Boosie was saying like he's from the ghetto and stuff, and Mike Tyson's just wanting up like one ups him like the whole time. He's like, I'm from the ghetto too. I've seen some shit that you would never ever want to see in your life, and all this other shit. Like the like, I don't know how Mike Tyson looks that man in his eyes and says like, Yeah, no, I'm I'm from uh, from the same place. I've I got demons in my head. It, they're still there. <laughs> Imagine Mike Tyson just no. Imagine Mike Tyson just leaning back in a chair, just lighting up his blunt, just calmly as ever, just saying, like, I still have demons. <laughs> they live in my head. I got to watch this shit. This sounds fantastic. <laughs> he literally looked at it's, it's Boosie like, says something. Uh, like, he asked Boosie, like, why, did, why don't you just stop talking about this stuff? And he's like, I don't know. I just can't. He's like, why can't you? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's still just rolling up the – just chilling. <laughs> and just something about a calm Mike Tyson makes him even more disturbing to me, and I don't know why. And he literally said, I think you might be a homosexual. That's like he said, <laughs> he said those words to him, like, and in like, in the most smooth, like, manner, like, it, like nothing, like, changed in his beat or anything. Yo, it's honestly, incredible. that's a, it's a really important point that I've been trying to make my whole life. If you have strong feelings about gay people, you have some feelings you need to sort through because it doesn't make any sense any other way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, somebody exactly. needs to, and actually, yeah, I mean, if you're Mike Tyson, there's not a person in the world you're really worried about. So, yeah, he's the he's the person to say that to Boosie for sure. Yeah, it was, it's, it was a, it's only like 40 minutes. It's on YouTube. It's pretty good. I mean, it's like, what are you going to say back to him? Like, who do you got to fight? Come on. I could have a gun pointed at him. I still wouldn't say anything back. <laughs> Uh, you guys got any uh, light skins of the week? You got one, Evan? I'm going to have one after you have one. Okay, see, I was hoping I would have one after you have one. My light skin Damn, of the no week you... is... No, no you guys are going to say Mookie Betts? I'll do Mookie Betts, I guess. <laughs> this is my consolation one. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, my light skin of the week is Mookie Betts. I'm going to have to piggyback off of Alex's idea, but it was a good idea. Shout out Mookie Betts and the L.A. Dodgers. I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a little salty, but at the end of the day, um, just, a, just a black man putting teams on his back and, and winning championships. You love to see it, especially in baseball. Nigga doesn't speak Spanish, too, which is, you know, uh, a welcome surprise. Um, shout out Mookie Betts. You know, good for him. Getting, uh, Said all that ring. while being pretty handsome too. He, he's yeah. pretty handsome while if, doing. If it. his hairline was intact, he would be a sex symbol. So, yeah. Shout out Mookie Betts. Evan, do you, do you think of anything? Yeah, who the hell is this quarterback on Dallas Cowboys? He's my last hand of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. <laughs> it's like Dukini or some shit. What's his name? This is the most laughable game I think I've been watching. Like we've been doing this podcast for probably the past like almost two hours now. In this whole two hours, I've been having this game on, and it's just hilarious to watch the stats being pulled up. Ben Denucci, yeah, him. He just no needs, idea who that is. He just needs loving guidance in his life because he has a tall task ahead of him this year. <laughs> ben Den. Ben DiNucci. Isn't his dad, like, figuring out the cure for COVID? <laughs> Is that a joke? <laughs> I know so little about this gentleman that I, you could be right. I don't know. I don't know if you're joking. 
<laughs> Yo, you get it because Fauci and Danushi. They, they, they don't sound that similar, man. <laughs> Again, I don't know why. Do you, do that dream thing that we talked about in the beginning, I think you should follow that one. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's switch to game of the week. I have game of the right. week. I'm Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> All right. Uh, game... Game of the week is just us giving you bad advice. Probably shouldn't listen to it. Uh, just like the advice that we already gave you earlier in this podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, spark notes that real quick. Game of the week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be realistic about your dreams because hope is a tricky thing, and more often than not, it's going to break your heart. <laughs> Set reasonable and achievable goals for yourself and go after them, and... Just know that there are certain dreams you have that you have to just be realistic about, like being an astronaut or Alex being a comedian. Sometimes you just gotta just gotta let it go. Just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta. But also um, be prepared for the existential crisis that comes because you didn't follow your dreams. Because it's coming and it's coming is, with a vengeance. Yeah, it's okay to have. A, yeah, we it's should. It's okay to have a revolver in your shoebox beneath your bed. Just that's a little dark. I was thinking more of like a. Like uh, I'm going out for cigarettes, and then you end up in, in Indonesia. But I mean, both Indo- it, I, both I, somehow ends up in the uh, in Indonesia anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I guess okay. that's true. Well, <laughs> you can bring your well, passport I, or a revolver, but either way, you're ending up in Indonesia. Yep. I would like to say what a double-edged sword that is. So I mean, I'd say follow your dreams, kid. Uh, I would like to also. I would like to point out some are a little bit more reachable than others. Yeah. Let's say that. Will you be president? Probably not. Will you be? Can you be a comedian? Yes, but you can also define what a comedian is. A successful comedian, probably not. But can you be a comedian? Like do the stand-up routine and like be on stage? Yeah, yeah. No, you can do that. Yeah, I was gonna say de- define. But successful. can you make money from it? Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> Like keep your day job if you want to do that like as a hobby. Define making money. (laughs) Have a livable wage. I know you guys don't like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, (laughs) but Charlie got five dollars. He's like, I could take this five dollars and I could eat for a week. I'll buy flour, I'll buy milk, and I'll buy vitamins. The sad part is, like, I, I agree. <laughs> Replace the flour with some noodles, and you got a fucking meal. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else you guys want to part with here? Logic's not that bad. No, oh, fuck, no. We're not going to. You hang up. There's a, there's a lot of things that happen on this podcast that I'm not proud of. Logic, the Logic and Russ conversation is going to sit with me poorly for a, a pretty long time. Okay. Well, this is Alex saying goodbye. Uh, and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully Jack Harlow listens to this. <laughs> this is Joe. Peace and blessings. Be safe out there. Um, try and stay inside because, I'm, you know, let's, let's, let's get this Thanksgiving off. Yeah, and this is Evan. Nothing else. To, uh, nothing else to say. Just go listen to that last Logic album. <laughs> it's 
Trying to see something. I ain't gotta say it cause they know where we from. I got some money out the ATM, but I'm gonna keep some. Strip club, pre come. All for the liquor, fell in love with a stripper. Now I'm asking her where she from. As if we gonna be some. I wanna be some. Take my number down, you can hit me if you need some. Says she got three sons. Do you want four? Cause I need one. Do you got whores? Cause I beat one. Going all night like the reruns. I wanna see some ass. See some ass, baby. Can you do it like that? From the front to the back, she said, I don't wanna move too fast. Till she hit that gas, so rock in the puff puff pass. Now the whole squad getting fucked up, ass.